1: Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm here with Hamilton Bodock and today is an interesting day. It's the first official day of winter here in Nova Scotia. It is snowing, raining, sleeting and hailing outside. So today I wanna welcome Hamilton and he is going to be talking about improving your content strategy. And I think this is just such an important topic because if you don't have a strategy to your content, then you're wasting a lot of time producing something that's getting you no results. So I'm very interested in today's conversation. Now, Hamilton is a growth marketer turned entrepreneur that loves to find ways to help people find opportunities. And after being referred to as a connector, he's finally found the right way to build a business that he's passionate about. So welcome to the show, Hamilton.
2: Hey, uh, great, uh, great to be here.
1: So Hamilton, I wanna hear about your story. I love the topic that we're doing and I know that your story relates to it. So why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, um, you know, for the beginning of my career, like I got involved in in marketing and you know, I was lucky enough to kind of have like some you know some some really great people that supported me along the way. Really got a great understanding of the fundamentals of like what's required to to build a great marketing program. Getting my start to getting to a place where I, you know, went from being like more of like a general brand marketer to a growth marketer. I still kind of kept a lot of those like core principle of philosophies. And one of them is resources right and the biggest resource for a marketer i mean is is content you uh you have a need for content when it comes to you know running you know paid ads doing some organic marketing whether it be through through social through email you know a variety of channels but you know the thing that like was always like the first checkbox for me was what kind of resources do we have and then what capabilities do we have to create more content resources because really kind of it all builds off of there and you have to make sure that you're knocking out like some 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 of the basics you know making sure that you have that solid voice making sure that you have a great a great hook a great that great call to action and you know in going into growth marketing very specifically mobile marketing when it was at its height the hook mattered right because you know everybody at, during, during like maybe like you know the 20 2010s uh we're get, you, you're getting bombarded with you know ads for apps uh whether it be mm-hmm. a game a finance app, lifestyle—you're just getting bombarded. But like, what really separated the growth marketers who could create scale from the growth marketers who, you know, were challenged was understanding how to test creative, making sure that your experience from like your ad matched the experience in the app or on the site. It's—it's it's really a part of that cohesive strategy. And you know, as I as I like moved from being you know a growth marketer in house with different different brands and you know, at agencies, I, I started to kind of run back into that old problem as I was moving into more of the consulting realm during COVID. And the more I saw people struggling content when I was coming in to help them, you know, run their growth marketing, build out their marketing strategy, you saw that there was a a lack of, of resources, and in certain cases, not an understanding of what needed to be done. You basically had to really kind of build these things from from scratch mm-hmm. you know champion resources you need to continue out some some of their some of their messaging that they were doing already in trying to find resources i think that that's where like you know that aha moment came when i really kind of had to like you know roll my sleeves up so i could actually support these companies in their growth because the first thing mm-hmm. you know that fundamental you know key piece is is making sure that your content is in a is in the good spot
1: mm-hmm. I think looking back, you know, especially when 2020 hit and I guess there were people that were kind of anticipating this, but I I don't think most of the general public really had any anticipation of what COVID was going to do. And, you know, you get into it and then okay, we're in lockdown. Okay, so yeah, we'll be in lockdown in a few weeks and then we'll be out of it two plus years later.
2: I mean, so tough for so many reasons but in a lot of ways, a very interesting, weird, you know, stressful, I mean, like the, the whole run of emotions. I think, you know, like, like everybody else, you know, uh, I went into a migration pattern during COVID too. Uh, so like the wife and I, we packed up the kids and, and moved to Barbados because I was consulting. I could do it from anywhere, you know, the work, like, you know, stayed the same, you know, and it was, it was really just about me connecting with new businesses that were born during COVID businesses that, you know, especially in the e-commerce that, you know, found this new, uh, this new lease. On life, where where they had the ability to grow their business, and you just in in really what what ended up happening was like when there was that much opportunity for traction you know, it kind of really exposed some of the needs of mm-hmm. some of these businesses in terms of assets that they needed, messaging that they needed, because, you know, they were, they were at a place where they were maybe operating, you know, in like a bootstrap fashion, being very, very thrifty, frugal, trying to, you know, run a, a business and in, uh, in, in, in keep it, you know, in some level of profitability. But, then like the big opportunity came and you know really what needed to happen next was that that ability to you know create more of a voice for your, for your business create more assets to run paid ads you know there was there's just a ton of businesses that saw that boom and, you know, what came along with it was just a need for, for more resources, you know, and then you start like at the same time, you know, one of the biggest winners of that period of time was, you know, TikTok and, uh, and Twitter to, to some extent, right? And it's new content. It's, you know, a, a need to be present in those spaces. You know, people trying to understand what they should be creating. Uh, for those spaces so you know it was it was it was an opportunity for discovery you know being that like everybody's sitting at home you know the that founder that head of marketing from that business is at home and you know your home life and your work life are blending together and you're you're thinking about it a lot and you know that that's where you know you started to see some people started to do really well and and made and made that time work because they understood the need and there were people who were also there to help support you know my mm-hmm. consulting business grew like during during that period of time and that's something I didn't expect. I I went into that thinking, who knows if I'm going to have a job and then all of a sudden, you know, I have more work than I can, I could ever imagine.
1: It's funny that you said that COVID hit and I had just come out of a really rough period in my business in 2019. Like it was really rough. Like it was one of those years where just a lot of extreme circumstances were just, know i don't even want to go into it but it was just really rough year 2019 you know going into 2020 beginning 2020 you know everything's rough and you know i'm watching all these other people and they're having successful years and i'm struggling and COVID hit and then the reverse happened because now everyone had time to write the books and i was swamped other people are struggling and i'm like i'm growing because now one of the two main objections that I get you know either the one they can't afford me or most generally the one I get is I just don't have the time well guess what all these people now all of a sudden had the time and it was just kind of such a a funny switch but going through that in 2019 allowed me to really help other people in 2020 who were just blindsided by it because I had been blindsided by things in 2019 so it actually came a real opportunity for me to encourage others that yeah. You know, sometimes you go through rough times, but don't quit. Don't give up. It does get better. So yeah, I can really appreciate that. I wanted to switch over here because I know our audience is, is excited to learn about improving your content strategy. So I'm going to let you loose for a few minutes to share some of the things that you've prepared and, and then we'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, where to start? You know, talk about like the structure of of my business and of strategies I've built. It starts at the beginning with understanding like your brand's voice and having a good grasp of that. Now, I think that like one of the things that stops people here is you have this feeling that you need to have this grandiose plan around brand voice. Like one of the things I think is important for people to remember is... Test. You're gonna test out a lot of things. Your brand voice might change, you know, your your positioning, your business might change. I'm I'm going through that right now. And and really like what you wanna do is you wanna to continue to to test and not be afraid to, you know, put out a voice that is, you know, maybe not perfect, right? Like, you know, like that whole thing, of, you know, perfect is the, uh, is the enemy of progress. But the, the idea here is, you know, understand a ballpark of what, like of where you want your voice to be, and then start thinking about the problem that you're going to solve, right? Mm-hmm. Start researching the pain points of your, of your customer and really kind of build a communication to those pain points. And, you know, and how you uh, how you can solve it, how you plus plus other other solution can be that solved. And don't be afraid to position yourself within a group of, of solutions. Right. You know, and again, like that's maybe more on like the, the B2B side, B2C, you know, obviously, like key differentiators like, are important. But, you know, the beginning here is like just identify those problems and say, OK, like what are the mediums for me to uh, to, to publish those on? You know, is it social media is it a revisit of of the of the website figure out like what what your problem is and then platform by platform what makes the sense to convey to uh, to your audience that you're expecting to engage in those in those areas so once you have that and you have a good sense of like hey this is what I'm going to talk about you know now you go into testing different you know messaging approaches so kind of take a step back at this moment as before we kind of talk about like, you know, like your different approaches, talk a bit about like, you know, the resources and and how you'd want to go about this. So like let's say you're a solopreneur and and you know you're quite busy, right? Like writing that book, creating a marketing strategy. just things that like you know it's a challenge to have time for right Mm -hmm. but if you can bring in a resource to uh to support you i think like that is like you know that's key so like is it a is it a strategist a writer or a designer like you know start first go and say like hey i need to hire a creative agency or unpack it all figure out what you want to say and then bring in some experts to bounce those ideas off of right like you know i i am uh i am guilty of you know falling in love with that uh, my own ideas if you take that step back to to avoid that pitfall you know there's there's a lot of great resources out there so I think that like that's important but you know once you kind of get into like saying okay like here's the content I want to create now you just you just start doing it, right you, you just you just start creating it whether it's you doing it a freelancer doing it somebody on your team you just need to start creating create that roadmap and then just start putting it out there the content that you publish today might embarrass you a little bit like 2 years from now. That's okay. It's important to to get started and start and start to see the data come in, right? Like, you know, we're we're talking a lot about creative in that creative like mindset, but like the approach matters and then the data really really matters. What I suggest often is just put a few different concepts out there, see which one sticks. If like if you if you have a couple flops, you're going to find a winner and you have to commit to running enough tests out there until you find one. Sure, maybe a strategy isn't perfect. And maybe you need to revisit that at some point, maybe that's the learning far too many give up far too quickly and that might be from like a resourcing you know thinking you have to give yourself the room to run a bigger test and one of the ways to kind of I think like a misconception that people fall into is going out there and creating content to then go and back it with like a media based program as a as a person who's bought hundreds of millions of dollars worth of media throughout my career sitting in the seat I am now with the current landscape of like content you know content publishing opportunities and platforms put it out there organically platform that have that have further reach. So, mention TikTok again. Like they enable you, they give you that ability to to really test it out in not an audience that you've cultivated, right? Like your that that for you paid allows you to just see what works, right? You know, in a way that a lot of other platforms don't. So, I think that that's a great one if you if it's a fit for your business. And I think it's a fit for more businesses than not. But if it's a fit for your business, test it out. Like there's a lot of learnings you can get there. You have to commit to spending some time on it, but there's a lot of ways to go about doing it in a simpler way, less pressure.
1: I think, you know, a couple of things that you said that were really important is one is the testing phase. And the testing phase is not fun because you don't see a lot of results in the testing phase. But if you talk to any true marketer, they are going to want, even if you work with a professional marketer, and I've talked to a lot of marketers, most of them want two to three months where they can assess and test things before they even really start to market you. They've got to get to know what your audience wants so that they can give it to you. So they're going to be putting out stuff and just like you said, testing, observing the data, finding out what People respond to. And, you know, it's kind of like paying your dues. You have to pay your dues to see the results that you want. And the paying your dues means you go a few months, potentially, figuring all of these things out. And in today's, you know, world of we need it now and, you know, it's got to happen now, that doesn't work with your content strategy, even, you know, podcasting and that. All of these are more longer term strategies that ultimately pay off tremendous results but you have to do the work first before before you see see those results so you know I, I totally agree with you and you can't give up because you threw out a few pieces of content and oh well nobody responded to it well then you've got to test different type of content it could be that your content is good maybe the format that you're displaying it in is not conducive to your audience so there's just so many things that You have to test out and see what your audience responds to.
2: You said it so well. I will take it a step further here. Now, taking off my entrepreneur hat as the founder of Content Machine and getting back into growth marketing, I would constantly go to the companies I worked with and basically suggest, let's just try anything. I know that that's vague, but like I'm going to say that as a vague statement. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're going to prioritize and talk through the approaches and mm-hmm. the assets that come with those approaches. What I always asked for, like as a, as a marketer was to get as many pieces as possible, like give me the arsenal so yeah. I can go and I can test, I can learn and I can move the ball forward. And like, we're going to, we'll do, we'll do a couple waves of that. And then mm. I want to come through with those optimized pieces, like the things that have the right language, that helps Mm to convert. And like, and it's that approach that, you know, time and time again, you know, works, works very, very, very well. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, especially like if you're at a place where you don't have like a huge budget to compete with other, with other folks, like you, we have to be, we're going to have to like, we're going to have to test more aggressively in ways that like, we're just not going to be able to like, you know, like buy our way through. Right. And I've experienced, you know, both sides of this coin where you're just you're able to spend enough money that you're just going to make it work. And then in other cases where you just need to be smart Mm -hmm. and strategic, but you, you don't want to box yourself in too much. You want, you want to create the space for that thing that might just work out of nowhere. Perfect example of this uh, just kind of popped into mind when we were talking here. Uh, I was working with this healthcare brand and we were, Mm -hmm. we were coming up with all these different ads for, for their mobile app. And we had this ad where we just basically took a picture like I was, like one of those like mannequins, like those like blue kind of just like generic people and the blue man worked for them on their, on their social media in their email marketing and in their paid marketing. But nobody thought that at the beginning, you know, like we were like trying to show shots of families, you know, like a family member receiving great treatments, smiling, happy, but it was something completely outside the box that ended up working.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The other thing too, is sometimes you have to think outside of the box and, You know, don't be afraid to occasionally try something that might be a little bit crazy, you know. I mean, if you're doing that, I do that in small doses because you don't want to do it in too big in case it doesn't work. But if you do something in small doses and you're finding it working, then you can expand it out. So I want to switch gears here for our last few minutes. And I want to talk about where you're at as an entrepreneur, because I know you've got some pretty cool things going on. So talk about that. And and what are the things that you're working on?
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, Mentioned, uh, mentioned content machine content machine has been my baby for the past year. You know, I talked about like the, the lack of, I would say high quality resources within the content mm-hmm. space. And this is something I experienced as a, you know, as a consultant. And I really started kind of like, you know, talking to different consultants, mm-hmm brands the freelancers uh, themselves and we got to a really like you know interesting place in these conversations that we had for like the first 6 months of the of the business and and it became really clear that content pros didn't really have great platforms to go to especially those mm-hmm. who are based in North America mm-hmm. because you have you have platforms like Upwork which can create a little bit of a race to the bottom if you're you know from a from a country where that has a higher cost of living so what we what we aimed to do was create a platform that really, you know, stepped away from like that race to the bottom and focus on high quality talent. So all of the talent that is on our platform and, you know, the, Twenty ish that we approve of the the people who apply. Very talented, amazing backgrounds. Have worked on incredible projects. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is we're just we're matching them to companies who 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 could use that spark, right, and have a need. And what we've seen uh, through through this process is just mm-hmm. you know there is this opportunity to build something that is talent first, and that's mm-hmm. our focus. Like this is a talent first platform where through supporting talent Mm -hmm. and and making sure that they're, they're able to make the wage that meets their cost of living Mm -hmm. needs, that giving them the work that excites them, we're able to really, you know, produce great work because they're happy. So the talent's happy, client's happy. I mean, everybody's winning, right? You know, the services we provide like are, you know, strictly content. So it's everything from a content strategist to social media manager, Uh, user-generated content creators. Uh, We have influencer marketers. We have designers for video, graphic design. Uh, And then we have writers who are doing SEO, ghostwriting, copywriting, uh, and editors who are, who are, you know, making sure it all sounds great. You know, that's what, that's what we've been working on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was uh, fortunate enough to have a, a great team of, of advisors and then br- able to bring out some great investors. So, you know, we spent a lot of time and still do mm-hmm. just that, just talking to the talent, talking to companies mm-hmm. who are finding challenges and, you know, and, and, uh, and hopefully we can help them solve it. But if not, I, I'm really on mm-hmm. this this mission to learn, especially as we're kind of going through this economic downturn, just to make sure that we can find ways to help people do more than just keep the lights on over this period of time. Like, you know, find those opportunities to grow or to build themselves in a way that, Mm -hmm. you know, when that next uh, upswing hits, they're ready to grow right with it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So if someone today has heard this and they want to connect with you, Hamilton, what's the best way to connect with you?
2: two ways. Uh, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. I do enjoy that platform. Uh, you can also uh, uh, send me an email at uh, Hamilton at contentmachine.biz. Would love to hear from
1: you uh, either way. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been a joy and a pleasure having you on the podcast. So this has been Kim Thompson Pinder and Hamilton Bolduc on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. You've, You've been, been
0: listening, listening to the, to the Author, Author to Authority, Authority podcast, The Extraordinary, Extraordinary Word Ninja, Ninja. Kim Thompson, Thompson Pinder. Pinder has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business, and many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at authoritypodcast.com See you next time.